I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Roe. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. I'm Team Bethany because someone has to be. Oh shit, I'm sorry. I thought I turned this off. <laughs> you guys, I almost did it. I almost did it. I was so nervous because of a sound cue. So if you didn't I wanted hear. To, I wanted to glare at you just like Andy. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was like very focused on not 
fucking that up. Guys, it's Andy's Girls episode 74, but also really 74, 75, and 76, because this is the third time that we have scheduled this podcast recording. I am joined by the fabulous and amazing Louis Peitzman. Louis Peitzman, tell us your title at BuzzFeed, because it's a lot of words. Deputy Arts and Entertainment Editor. Phenomenal. Um, so Louis Peitzman, the king of Twitter and all things social media. So we had this scheduled a couple times. You were actually... I had a headache the first time. You had a headache the first time. Um, no big. I could have I could have made it happen, but, no, but I wouldn't I, have been... I would have like not been in a great place. And because I know that we're going to get into it, I wanted you at like full Peitzman right, potential. Right, because you're worried I'm going to like just totally eviscerate you. Yeah, I did actually say that before we started. I was like, guys, I think he's about to like fuck me up. So I'm like scared. No. Um, and then yesterday you came over and were physically in my apartment and we had a tech issue. And for the first time in 937,000 recordings of Andy's Girls, I had to actually cancel the recording because I knew that this was going to be a lot. And I know that you're Team Bethany right, and I right. wanted to fix the audio, which I did last night. Shout out to uh, my Hebrews at BNH Audio, the best customer service. They did not pay me for this. They should give me a discount. They refused to, but they're like simply the best. Yeah, they, they sound like they were really attentive. They were really attentive. It, I thought it was a like a microphone or something thing and it was a cord issue. So I renamed that cord Jason Hoppy because he's disposable, <laughs> right. which actually works because one of the last times I was there for another audio issue or audio opportunity I'll say <laughs> um a guy was like talking to me and he started talking to me and I was like yeah yeah blah 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 and he's like so what do you do what's this for and I was like oh I have a um a podcast uh, called Andy's Girls it's all about the Real Housewives and he's like oh I, I know about the Real Housewives and I was like uh-huh and it was Jason Hoppy's cousin so I made him tell me about the wedding oh wow he is a big fan of his cousin Jason sure yeah I was like yeah I know his parents live in whatever the fuck Pennsylvania which I remembered at the time like we were talking we had like an it was like running into like a friend's relative where I was just like dropping information about his family that I'm sure he was into it he was into it he said for me he gave me his card and then like texted me about something after the fact and I, I well, don't now know he if sounds I responded weird. I he was sweet so Jason Hoppy's cousin if you are listening um shout out to you although you're he might just turn it off at that point yeah jason hoppy's cousin oh my god another audio issue stop the episode (laughs) um don't worry about listening but louis python can i please tell you what happened earlier today so i have lived in new york city on and off for 15 years which is weird because i'm 22 22 and three quarters um so i went downtown immediately got lost pulled out like I don't know what Google Maps are I got lost in Miami one time and someone was like don't you have Google Maps and I was like I don't how do you not have Google Maps I don't understand what that is well, it's a map, but I don't but it do maps. It gives map. you GPS directions to wherever you're going. So if you're like in a city you don't know, yeah, you when, would use that. When directions tell me to turn left, I think they're confused. So I go right just in case. <laughs> just in or case, I'll take yeah. like two lefts or it'll say like turn left toward. And I'm like, I don't know what toward means right. in the context yeah, yeah. of this directional signal. So I got la- I got lost in Greenwich Village and stopped someone for directions. And I was like, do you know how to get to West 8th? Because I need to return a $5 pen. Right. And it was Jason Hoppy. It was not Jason hobby it was a woman who said are you sarah and i was like huh and i just thought because you know you've like run into people like through the world sure and she went i listened to your podcast (gasps) 
and I died. How Is that exciting. not the sweetest thing? Wow. So I told her we had, she actually was so sweet. And she's like, um, I know that you, you didn't have an app this week. How are you feeling? Because <gasps> my listeners, shout out to all of you who've like gotten in touch with me because I've had like medical stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, I'm okay. I like fucked up the audio again. So I need, <laughs> I needed to like wow. reschedule. Like now that I have good audio, I like fucked it up somehow with this shitty cord sitch. So I was like, so she was so sweet. So shout out. I think your name was also Sarah. So shout out to you, Sarah, Andy's Girls listener. It totally made my day. I've only been, I don't want to say like recognized because that's super bougie. That's what, you, that's what it is though. But I was recognized once. Oh, no. I think like Damien's been recognized. Um, a listener asked me for a photo at the Jill Zarian luxury lunch. Oh, which sure. was I like, went to that. It was so good. I'm sorry I missed it. I literally melted. It was so fucking hot. Yeah, but that's it was, probably why I didn't go. It was magical. It was magical. Louis Peitzman almost broke my but little I lamp. Got it. <laughs> got it. Um, so, yeah. So, shout out to AG listener. Um, Maybe Sarah. Sarah. I think it was Sarah because that's the only way I would have remembered it. Because I am sort of like Bethany, a narcissist. Right. So I remembered right. when someone's name is like mine. <laughs> Not that we have the same name, but that her name is like my name, which is how I look at things. My <laughs> glass is half filled with um, skinny girl water. Um, better that than baloney. But so Louis Peitzman, I'm so excited to have you here. I... <sighs> I don't even know where to begin. I There's don't know like where to so begin. There's much so much to cover. So here's the problem is that like every time before I record Andy's Girls, I rewatch like one of the franchise. Right. Like I watch all of them before. Like I watch all of them once for me, you right. know, like for yeah, fun yeah. and I don't like think about it. Then I'll watch it a second time and take some notes just to jog my memory. But because we were supposed to have this podcast a couple of times, I've watched New York reunion episode one like too many times like I just rewatched it just now while you were on your way you didn't watch the other shows we have to talk about I mean I've watched them all the other shows twice so I've okay, seen so Dallas twice maybe yeah. three times I've seen OC twice which is more than the ladies of OC have seen it I've seen Potomac right which was emotional very emotional cried 100% cried yeah um three times for me oh my god three times but New York was so dark and I have to say, I was sort of uncomfortable watching it because while watching it the entire time, I just kept thinking, I miss Luann. Yeah. Because I think the problem that the quote unquote dream team ran into was that they were all so excited to stand up for each other. You mean to be heinous bullies. Sure. That no, I couldn't really understand any of them because it was all like... They were all screaming. They were all screaming. They are all talking on top of each other, which isn't great TV. And the only person, if you want to call her that, that Bethany had... Is Sonia. Say, who's like dumb like so she's, yeah i mean I she's think one that she... toaster oven short of a full kitchen <laughs> you know what i'm saying she kind of did better than she usually does in terms of like sitting up for bethany like i thought she was the only she was the only one who did any of that the only and shot that i thought she could take was that um you both have fake tits because that was the dumbest line of the night so dumb it was so bad and ramona was like filled with glee i'm like sweetie like your tits are fake what right. does that have to do with anything I like her answer was that she got them done later so yeah it's, she so was like different. i was 55 she was 30 i'm like Okay, I don't. Yeah, Sonia, Sonia tried. But she did. 
Ramona called her a puppy. I think she meant more of like a lap dog, but I would also accept her being like a six month old Labradoodle because she's like, she got all excited. (laughs) She was like trying and then I think she got scared. And then, you know, like Tinsley was there. Oh, Tinsley. Tinsley spoke once about her hair. Which is plenty. I mean, I think that we all, should we start with New York? I think we feel like we should work up to New York. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I feel like we're going to have, like, don't you think we should, like, try to, like, cover some other ground first? I mean, sure. Like, Not that I want to take control of your podcast. No, I'm just worried someone that once should. We, once we, like, dive into New York, it's going to be all over. Oh, I think we should talk about New York for 400 hours. But no, no, let's talk about what's, what do you want to talk about? Um, would you want to talk about Potomac, Dallas, I just want to say Potomac OC. was really good this season, and I think that it is an underrated franchise it's not under it, it's viewed a lot it's, yeah it's it, one of the top it's one rated. of the top rated ones but i feel like we don't talk about it enough okay so tell me your thoughts on potomac this season and in um episode two of what was a two episode reunion of surprise two episode three. Reunion. yeah no i think two is right honestly i think three is often too much the only time it's ever like really worn i mean three is occasionally good but i feel like they too often assume we need three and we really don't and like sometimes like beverly hills will have three and i'll be like you guys could have done this in like half an episode 100 percent. there's nothing to talk about but unless you have like a four-part epic atlanta reunion like you don't really need that many oh my god unless phaedra's fucking right unless you're gonna like expose someone's cast member is a sexual right predator um no i just thought potomac reunion like really showed like how good these women are what they do and also that they like really love and support each other in a really like like even they would like they would fight really in a way that felt really organic, but then they also would like make up or like say nice things in a way that felt organic. Like I really believe those emotions, and I think that they're really they're all the top of their game. Like Ashley talking about her miscarriage and Michael yes. becoming a human person, maybe for the very first time. Yes, and you know Karen going backstage and Giselle saying, you know Giselle really being there for her. I mean, what were your thoughts on Karen's breakdown? How much of that do you think was real? I think it was real. The whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, her dad like just died. He had just, I think he had died a week or so before, but his funeral was like a few days before. Like it was like he, funeral was Thursday. They recorded on like a Tuesday or something. It was insane. Like that is insane. Yeah. I I mean, I think that's real. I mean, I I don't know. I don't, walk-offs are usually, usually feel really calculated to me, but yeah given that Andy was asking her about her dad and not about like some drama she didn't want to deal with, mm-hmm. I feel like it was a natural reaction. What did you think of Michael coming for Ray? I mean, the thing about Ray and Karen is that they're so clearly not being forthcoming about anything. And like, I get that to some extent, but it's sort of like an endless circle. Cause they never really, they never really make any progress with them. I mean, Karen kind of acknowledged that she was not super honest about everything right or like at least that she was not that she holds things back yeah i think she might have said something about holding things back but she, she would never gonna, say she, that she wasn't super honest. no you're right she said that she she said that she you know for the viewer's sake is kind of how andy framed it that she needs to like be more honest about or more upfront about her life and what's going on with it that she mm-hmm. can't like hold back as much on the show yeah she 100 percent will continue to although this right. might be their only check so maybe she'll like get some <laughs> um but i actually that my larger point is that i think that this reunion also did a good job of like um, breaking the fourth wall, which I actually love when they do that on re- reunions. Oh, that's, yeah. the, that's the best time to do that is like 100%. at a reunion. And when they were talking about trying to get Sherman's ex on the show <gasps> and that whole oh. story. And that made more sense to me to understand that like for them to admit that Sharice had tried to get her on the show repeatedly. 
But I do think that it was Monique being, I don't know, they're both really shady. I don't trust Charisse, but I think Monique did do that intentionally. I thought it was so strange for Charisse to be on such strong offense about that when she's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Like, sure, I did it season one. Sure, I pushed hard season two. But like, this season, the different season, I didn't try right, that. Right, it was Monique. I, right, I thought that was weird. I think probably Charisse dangled a carrot and planted a seed in Monique's like, right fun i only believe in bath oils and not medical <laughs> treatments brain um really liked ashley defending essential oils as a valid parenting decision oh my god and i love i love finding out these women are anti-vaxxers it's just like warms my heart and how is it that none of them this is like the this is the franchise for people who go out of their way to essentially prove that they're not business people i mean aside from like karen and giselle right but like how do you not visit your co-stars website not one time that is crazy to me yeah i mean maybe you just don't give a shit really I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that, I think that's so weird, especially if you're prepping for a reunion. Well, I guess because none of them care enough about this like anti-vaxing thing as much as like right. we do. Like, I find that fascinating and abhorrent. But yeah, although I don't think Shannon Bedore, love of my life, is an anti-vaxer and she believes in body oils and whatever the fuck. I don't know humans. anyone who thinks that like Wi-Fi causes cancer probably believes that vaccines cause autism. <laughs> like, that's a natural progression to me. Wait, who said that Wi-Fi causes cancer? Is that like you're holding? She did. She oh my gosh, she totally did. She, 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 she might has have, a greenhouse. She, she, might, a greenhouse. she might not have actually said that it causes cancer. No, but that's I the think, implication is that it causes cancer. Yeah, but I'm sure she made a lot of valuable points. I love my Bador. I, I love mean, my Bador. She's unhinged. She's on QVC tonight selling veggie burgers. And guys, can someone please buy them? I can't eat them, <laughs> but like, someone buy them and eat them and Are send me a gluten? video. What's going on with them? Well, I'm like, I can't have anything. So I, I can't have gluten, dairy, soy, refined sugar, coffee, alcohol, and I'm a vegetarian. There's so it's just like else. water and raw vegetables? Literally, I was on a date and the gentleman caller was like, so what do you eat? And I couldn't think of anything. But I know I eat. But right. I was like, veggies. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't think of a fucking thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I thought that was kind of strange, but I also thought, the reunion was good. There was a point where I was like, what actually happened on this? Right. Because there wasn't a big fight. I mean, I liked Michael bringing his passport. Yeah. I, I thought that was cute. I didn't love him going in for Ray because he looked miserable doing it and super nervous. He looked, he looked bad the whole time. He looked very like... Shaky. Yeah. Because I think, is it because he, they know something? I mean, that Ray allegedly hired a private detective. Like, what do they know oh, about Michael? Was you know, it the dick thing? I, maybe. But you know what actually bothered me? Yeah, tell me everything. Because we were talking about breaking the fourth wall and how they acknowledge kind of the, the show a lot. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. More than they usually do. And the one thing that they said is that Karen threatened to sue Ashley. Oh, yeah, and give the but restaurant we, to her mom. But we know that housewives can't sue each other. But I, but she did send contract. a cease and desist. She can scare them. Yeah, but you can't actually sue someone and be on the show. That's like been a long-standing thing. Is that you can't housewives can't sue each other. But I think there was a chance that Candy could have sued Phaedra. Maybe because she was off the show. I just there was we've talked about this before. Maybe not on this podcast, <laughs> but like. <laughs> It is it is a thing that housewives, that housewives can't sue each other. No, I remember that. And I mean, the cease and desist stuff always feels more performative to me. Like, I don't think Tamara actually was going to sue Gina for talking about 
I mean, it's like when Taylor Armstrong's husband, rest in peace, Russell, but not really rest in peace, threatened to sue St. Camille of Donatachi Grammar for telling the truth about the abuse. But but, But he would never have done that because in Discovery, they would have found the abuse. Like, but the wife doesn't want to go into Discovery. So it is actually not the worst idea to send a cease and desist because it will scare the shit out of them whether or I not I guess, but don't they know they can't be sued? Like, I don't think you can be because the whole point is like, I think that they're, I don't know what the contracts look like, but everyone would be much more afraid to like make up blatant lies, which they all do if there were legal consequences. No, I think you're totally right. I don't know how- Like Vanderpump Cameron- Rules is like founded on just like flagrant lies they make up about each other constantly. God bless. And I don't think they can sue each other. I don't know the Van- I don't know if they're the same as housewives, but I don't think they can. Um, sidebar, Vanderpump Rules. You're working your way through. I am. Wait, real quick though. I guess yeah, what's your name on Miami did sue Brandy. Joanna Krupa. But it was a different franchise? I don't I don't know. Like maybe you Joanna sued Brandy if I after Miami had been canceled. Oh, Miami okay. was on yeah, and that for, was after, I say, that was for what she said on Watch What Happens Live. That was Yeah, she for... said because Brandy said her vag smelled <laughs> right. bad and Joanna was like, That how was fun dare discovery. You? They had a doctor like have to weigh in on that. And how does her vag smell? Like roses. I, well, yeah, I'm sure. Um <sighs> But I do believe Mohammed said that, for the record. That he fucked her? No, of course he did. That that her I'm sure he told Brandy that her vagina smelled bad. Oh, I don't think he said that, but I think he said he fucked her, and that's why Joanna was pissed. I think oh, the vagina, either way, I, I, I can see Muhammad saying something like that. The scent of her Creed-esque sprayed vagina right. is unrelated to the did I have an... Because I, I think she was still married to Roman at the time. Oh, okay. I, don't, I, don't I, I didn't watch Miami, so I don't really have that backstory. I have watched She that, actually just got remarried. Watch What Happens Live episode, though. Um, yes, Vanderpump Rules, I am watching. Um, and what are your thoughts? From the beginning, I love it. I love it so much. Um, I, I, I had put it off for a long time because I started when it first happened, I was really annoyed how it was like a backdoor pilot. Remember it was like, cause we were watching Beverly Hills and suddenly right. like, I was like, who's Sheena? Why do I care? Like it was like, she Brandy's. went to dinner with Brandy and then it was like, went straight into the premiere. Right. And I was like, okay, so like Brandy's ex like fucked this waitress. Like, why do I, yeah. why do I need to like, I don't 100%. care. And um, then I tried watching it and I was like, this is so fake. Like, I remember watching the first episode and being like, I don't think these are real people. Like, these are all actors. And it does feel more constructed than a housewife show. Because I think the problem with Vanderpump Rules, for me, that I've, like, gotten past is that I know they're not all working at Sir. At oh, least 100%. not full time. Not now. Like, at all. Not, well, definitely not now. But there's, like, weird things on the show, like, slips in logic where it's, like... Like I'm, I'm. I just finished season five. I haven't done the reunion yet, but I just finished watching the season. And in the finale at Tom and Katie's wedding, at Schwartz and Katie's wedding, when Lisa, like, pitches the plan for Tom Tom, right? Mm. And like, the reason that that bar makes sense is because they're both celebrities on Vanderpump Rules, right? 100%. Like, but she has to frame it as like you know, Tom Sandoval's worked for me for so many years and it's such a loyal bartender. And like Tom Schwartz is like so charming and everyone loves him. I'm like, they're celebrities. Like you're just like, you know what I mean? No, but it's, they, it's but, Bravo Disney. But She's they making have, a Bravo at Epcot Center in West Hollywood. But they have to like pretend in a way that they don't want housewife shows. And so I feel like that, does that make any sense? Like it's a little bit more artificial. It does. And yet 
when there was that Vanderpump Rules behind the first season yeah. where they like I interviewed them. I that, but I oh, really want to. It was so good where they interviewed them and the producers. The thing that was interesting about the Vanderpump Rules cast versus the Beverly Hills cast is when it started. Like the Beverly Hills cast, you pick these random women, and some of whom together. have tangential and relationships the, right. and put them together. Yes. And Vanderpump Rules day one, like Stassi and Jax were fucking insane. Kristen and Tom Sandoval were fucking insane. Right. Um, whoever the fuck like, else was on no, it were I mean, fucking I mean, insane. That, that is, but that it was is organically true. crazy. Well, yeah, and the fact that they actually all have relationships. So they that they are not like Right, and this that some of them were fucking other ones right. behind their but it backs. Gets, it gets a little bit like And they're fake actors. It gets it gets harder as you go along, I think, because like you know that Lala was like plucked out of casting or when they had Vale. Do you remember Vale? A hundred percent. I remember Vale. So, who like was an Emmy winner or something. Right, so she, no, she went to like Harvard or Stanford Yeah, that was her thing Princeton. was like she went to like an Ivy, but also she right. was on a soap opera. But like these people come up from casting. They don't really want a job at Sir. So like you watch the show and it's like very, it's a little bit more scripted than a housewife show. What was the name of like the crackhead or heroin addict who fucked Jax? And then oh, he broke up um, with her after an AA meeting. Oh, she has two. Laura Lee. Sandy Lee. Yes. Laura Lee. Laura Lee was real. Laura real was, Laura Lee was too real for that show. Laura Lee but, was depressing. But you, you get what I mean. Like it's, it's like, it's, it's weird because like, I believe that Jax is like genuinely a broken person. I believe they're all completely broken people. I don't think Jax is broken. I think Jax is like garbage. I don't know. All those supplements. Yeah. I, I don't know. And his breast reductions and whatever oh he's my God. having done. Um, I, I, I just mean that like, I think Pray for Brittany, I, th- Oh God, I think that they are um, there. I don't know. It's, it's a mix of real and like the fact that they're actors and they know how to put on a show. And I think Beverly Hills Housewives actually have the same problem because they keep hiring more. Beverly Hills is like all actors now. Right. And it does become a little bit harder. I mean, I, I don't know. I know that like reality TV is a mix of producers interference and genuine drama. But Vanderpump Rules has always been harder for me to get to get. It's harder for me to get past that. Like this is artificial. I mean, what 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 better place though for those performers than LA? I think that's a part of it too. Like yeah. they recognize what they need to deliver it's, on. It's it's totally. I I love the show. I think it's I think it's great. I think season 2 of Vanderpump Rules is one of the best seasons of any Bravo show ever. It was Ooh. unbelievable to watch. Um but I also think that you, there are moments where you have to kind of like suspend disbelief because when I hear them talk when they like when when Katie and Schwartz went to like get a prenup and they had two thousand dollars in their checking account. Yeah, like I know they have more money than that. Like I'm not an idiot. I actually don't believe that they have more money than that. I totally you really believe don't it. think so. No, I think that they get paid a nice chunk of money per season and have spent it. I hundred because they don't because they don't work outside they don't work at Sir so they don't, that's their only job and like endorsement deals or whatever. I think they probably all have publicists and managers. They do all have managers and, and publicists. Yeah. I don't think that they have agents, but I think they are spending a fucking ton of money. And initially, they made no money. Right. Like I think now they're making good money. But they ha- they didn't I work at Sir for that long, did they? Because like, didn't fans of the show like come in and bother them all the time? I don't understand how that. ever I think made that sense. they're contractually they're still there now and again. Like I saw Sheena there, right. quote unquote, working, which was like taking Snapchat video. Of James when I went to see you next Tuesday right. when I was there a couple months ago but like they could I do genuinely believe that Katie and Schwartz could not afford to fly his triplet sons his triplet brothers rather from okay. Florida for his wedding yeah I don't really I don't know I, I find that weird there's other stuff too like there was a whole thing where with Anne Marie the girl that Tom Sandoval definitely fucked in um Vegas in Ve- no Miami oh I, that, Schwartz fucked a girl in Vegas Anne right. Marie fucked a girl and in, Kristen sorry, flew Anne out Anne Marie. Right. 
But the whole thing was that Kristen like saw it on social media, but it was actually a tabloid story. But you can't acknowledge it on the show because then it, you can't, basically they pretend they're not celebrities in their own right. And yes, they're D-list Bravo, Bravo celebrities, but they're still like, they have a level of fame. They're D-plus. Sure, but the show can't acknowledge that because they're like waiters at Sir. Yeah, I think that is going to become more com- more and more complicated when like Lala goes off to Khan and stuff with her fucking like millionaire boyfriend <sighs> Rand or whatever. Who I like, I don't finance I, that John Travolta tried to stay, movie. Yeah, I tried to stay unspoiled for a lot of stuff, and I kept looking things up, and I was like, did, I was like, they keep saying Lala has a married boyfriend, and she keeps denying it, and then I googled Randall. it, and I was like. She does have a married boyfriend. And he's so unattractive. I don't want to talk about it. It's actually like deeply upsetting. Lala makes me really upset. Why? Lala's, because she's ridiculous and her black scent is offensive. I liked when she was pretending to be a feminist. I was super into her, like not totally understanding me too, but like knowing that that was. I would appreciate her way if she didn't the use graces. the black scent though. That would be super. What's the black scent? She has a black scent. Wait, guys, what does that mean? Like a black scent meaning like she's like, hey, girl. She's an- intentionally talking like with african-american vernacular in a racist problematic way well it's inherently problematic from for like a white girl from salt lake city to talk like that because she thinks that she's like it's like the hip and cool way to talk you know who was talking about that um what's her face um nicole oh my god from nailed it nicole byer because that's my new favorite podcast i listen to why won't you date me right and she was talking about how white women and she's a woman of color and she's like when white men women call each other sis right or gay men call each other sis she wants to like murder them right and that's like that's like another type of it but lala like straight up like has an aff- affected voice that she like it's not just like the slang she's using which is another issue entirely like she is like speaking in an affected way so that she can like rap with james and it's like not okay <gasps> oh my god when she performs with james that whole thing because he really thinks that he is eminem i think well, he, be- he believes that he is talented. so like i know that like he's more, not candy. more shit goes down i haven't watched season six yet so oh, i'm like okay, got it. really behind but like it's hard. He's really hasn't like done anything redeeming at all the entire time he's been on the show. He's been disgusting. He's definitely better when he's sober. Is he still sober? No, I think he's like, I'm sober. I'll only have one glass of vodka. Like, I think he knows not to like fuck with Ken and Lisa. And there does seem to be some truth there in them, like holding him kind of accountable when he right. would like freak out. But yeah, I don't know what the story is there. And he's so young and weird. He is, and I think one of the things I actually like about the show is that they're all like my age. You know, like it's like they're all like early thirties, which yeah. which I really it's like kind of rare for like a. They also look like they're like in their mid forties. Well, some of them do. Yeah, some of them. Really Jax do. does. Jax looks like he's seven hundred years young. Um, the rest of them are. They're all doing they're fine. fine. Um, yeah, so I it's been a, it's been a real journey though watching it. Like I, you know, I marathon all the housewives. Like I, the only housewife show that I watched from the beginning was Beverly Hills, and then the ones that came after that. So I remember when you were binging through OC and you had right. like some real so issues with Naked Wasted. I did. I still do. But it was like I, Beverly Hills came on, and then what was after Beverly Hills? It was. Oh God, I always get the order wrong. So I want to say it was. OC New York. I'm going to fuck this up, guys. OC New York. I want to say Jersey, but it could have been Atlanta. No, it was Jersey, then Atlanta. Jersey, then Atlanta, then Beverly Hills, then stuff that was canceled. Was it like I think DC was before Beverly Hills. Yeah, DC might have been before Beverly Hills. Um, I don't know when Miami was in there, but but after Beverly Hills, was it only only, um, Potomac and Dallas? 
Is that it? I think so. Because then they started all this other stuff. Like, they had Atlanta. Then they did Married to Medicine, which right. is, like, one of my favorite shows. Right. Um, and then they have like a different Married to Medicine. Then they did Southern, Southern Charm, Charm and um, Vanderpump Rules, obviously. Okay, I cannot with the Vanderpump Rules backdoor pilot for Summer House. That made me really angry. It made me angry, but you know what? I didn't see Summer House season two really. I only saw a couple ups, but I was kind of into the trash receptacle that was season one. I mean, I liked the I, I watched a little bit of it, and then I just skipped to the next Vanderpump Rules episode because I think it's rude to like shove another show into my show. Yeah, where but, are the, um, where are your manners, Bravo TV? But I did like when they were filming, like they were filming in New York, and I like the thing I like about Vanderpump Rules also is that I know the locations they go to in LA because they're not like super rich people, so oh. like I recognize like and the restaurants. You're from like, LA, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, like not a lot of them, but like the bars they go to and like the some of the restaurants I'll recognize mm-hmm. and I'll feel a little bit more. Like when when the places they go in Beverly Hills, I never have any idea, and I'm from Beverly Hills. I have, but like I've never. I mean, they're usually like in Malibu or whatever, but like, yes, Malibu. I don't, I don't know those, those locations. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about it that way. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, marathoning a show, a Bravo show is really satisfying and I recommend it. Um, I've done all the housewives now and, and then, um, did you do Miami and DC? No, no. Cause they're like, so rest in I peace. Thought about doing, I, I mean, DC, I would probably never do. I thought about doing Miami at some point, but I don't really have, have the time to invest in like a three season show that you can skip the canceled. first season of Miami. I know, but I'm a completist. Like I would, never, to each I would never do dinner. that. No, I get that. I mean, I wouldn't, but I have counseled people that they can as right. a way to force them to watch Miami. So I can talk about, I mean, I watched OC from the beginning, Leah which Black. is like three seasons of nothing. <sighs> OC from the beginning was rough. Yeah, it's hard. OC now is hard. Well, should we get into that? Yeah. Tell me. Even, actually, we're just, we're I just, have, I'm trying to backdoor you into talking about. <laughs> <laughs> about New York, New York it'll happen I don't even I don't I mean I barely oh have my god is this like having sex with you You're because we're like <laughs> I just want to get to the end now so I can have my happy ending um, but no let's let's well, play my OC issue is my issue with a lot of like housewives seasons where they bring in new people like because the now they're all friends again there's no drama, so they bring in these new women to like create drama. Except they know that they don't want to create drama. I don't care. I, I, I do they not... have an, they have a survivor style alliance. I don't care about these women at all. The new ones, like I don't understand why I'm watching them. Well, it does. And the fight this is so contrived. Like, oh, her husband yelled at her, and like, I don't know. It just seems so. And then they're gonna kind of make it like her husband's controlling, but like, they were trying to make Shane into David Bedore. Or Simon right, Barney, right, but right. I found Shane to be closer to Simon Van Campen, which is <laughs> like a sort of campy guy who wants to have a little role. And even though it happened off camera and we didn't see him yelling, right. I mean, he seems like he could be a closeted gay Mormon. I'm kind of into exploring that. But regardless, this does not seem to be a power hungry guy, or at least we haven't seen, or like a controlling guy, or at least we haven't seen that footage. We just had a guy who was annoyed because his kids were sleeping upstairs and, and Gina has being, a loud she's inner super voice. super annoying. She has a loud, grating, lunk, island, like cartoon character-ish accent that's so bad I'm that her tagline with, is like, like, I have an accent. Right. I'm done with Housewives where their their shtick is that they have a weird accent. I mean, like, welcome to all of New Jersey. Like, welcome, welcome to, to Teresa. Welcome just, to Doreen. Oh, my God. I can't even I just, like, it's not, it's not interesting to me anymore. And also, like, the whole, the other one being, like, 
<laughs> the other one, Emily. Emily. What's her shtick? She's a lawyer. She's a lawyer and a party planner, which is an insult to both lawyers and party planners. <laughs> no, but like the whole, like, I'm not a typical housewife. It's like, which of these women is a typical housewife to you? And also, what is a typical housewife? You're on Whatever. TV. You're, just, I, you're not a housewife. You are a real housewife and you're not a real housewife. You are someone they put on TV for reasons I do not entirely understand because Tamara was told by casting oh, right. that she was friends with these two people. So I, Tamara was like, cool. I will say that like, it's definitely like less grating to me than last season. Like no one bothers me the way that Peggy bothered me. Peggy's everything. We, I think the only reason that Peggy didn't get escorted out was because of Deco. <laughs> like, remember that woman, the blonde woman whose husband was a baseball player who like relapsed while they were shooting and they filed for divorce. She was supposed to be, remember when Megan King Edmonds quit and then came back? It was yeah. because this woman was supposed to be the new housewife, but her oh. personal life crumbled and she left the show and MKE came back and was like, just kidding. I thought he was going to leave, but then I came back. Right. It's, I, I think, miss her, by the way, a lot, Megan. Yeah, I think Megan needs to come back Megan and, and strap and, those twins and to her and boobs. I'm, and I miss Heather. I miss like having like a like a I don't know. Yeah, I think if a Heather, funny voice of reason, a or, funny voice of reason, or someone so conceited and terrible and oh, privileged. Not terrible. She's she's a spoiled monster, but she's not terrible. No, she's not terrible. She's, she's one of the a, only one of those women who actually has a soul, I believe. It's buried under diamonds, but she has. It's a soul. buried under Colette champagne, which I'm still bitter that I have not yet tried. Um, okay, I'll pretend that she's not terrible, even though I think she's a monster. Thank you. But um, I 100% miss her, and I think the difference between conflict with Heather and everybody else is that these new bitches, like, if there's conflict because of this dumb, was Gina kicked out of her party? Bullshit, bullshit. It's super manufactured. Nobody believes it. Vicky, Tamara, and Heather are doing their damnedest to like make a problem out of this, except nobody cares, including Emily and maybe Gina. I don't really know. Right. But if Heather Heather came back it would be real conflict because Heather has more money than right. any of those people except for maybe Vicky who I feel like is probably making a lot of money with Kodo yeah. Insurance um, but Heather has like awesome new money but from an old family kind of thing like I think Heather grew up with money I think yeah um, her well, husband grew up with money. I, I just, their mega yeah. mansion, which is like a mall, I think is really great. And I think she could, she held that as like a point of power, her privilege and her intelligence. Definitely. And I, that's and, interesting. And that's what Shannon was so threatened by it. Shannon was super threatened by it. Shannon was also just like having a nervous breakdown because her marriage times. was falling apart I, and she didn't know how to handle I, well, it. And what's the excuse now? Oh, you better check yourself, <laughs> player, because okay, we're not even getting into New York. If you come from my Bador, here's the are thing, you kidding? Though. David is a monster oh, person. No, I don't disagree with that. forgot that he has daughters as kids, and even though you should treat, like, all of your kids, like, you know, girl, boy, non-binary, as, like, wonderful people to respect each other, if you were fucking harassing the mother of your three teenage daughters and they are able to witness that because of the show or whatever else like you deserve a hot spicy no, 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 seat no. in he's hell hor he's horrible he's horrible um my i think i don't know i worry that oc is like never going to be okay again i worry that like unless what you worry what i don't know i don't know if i don't know how to like i mean for me the only way that jersey worked again was that they brought danielle back which i think is like such a danger i i, I just rolled my eyes you guys <laughs> Okay, but Jersey last season was not boring. I did it again. <laughs> it w compared to <laughs> wait, come on. Compared to how it was before. Yeah, compared to compared the, the twins the where, and that fucking guy whose wife was a dick. Or the season before that with Jacqueline like creating drama for no reason because well, she did a paycheck. Well, Jacqueline is like me mentally ill. No, but do I'm you know using I mean? mentally in a bad way. No, 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 no but do you, 
but my point is I don't is mean that, it like, as an insult. I mean it, it as they, a diagnosis. They brought, they brought back someone truly unhinged and like it created drama. Danielle created drama. Danielle versus Danielle's Dolores on her a new and, beginning. And Siggy, like that that was a that was an actual conflict. Yes, and God bless. I don't that. I God don't I don't see that happening on OC because like Tamara is too much of a professional at this point. Like she's not gonna like let herself go there. I think maybe oh, I almost said something terrible. If something bad happened to Eddie, like maybe it would be oh better. Oh my god. But I don't actually mean that, you guys. No, we what we wish. We, we wish, wish for Eddie his heart. We wish he got what's left of Tamara's. No, I just so I don't I don't know. I don't see like Tamara is too much professional. Like, I think Vicky, like the thing that was the, like the season was like the Vicky Kelly fight was a real thing. Oh my and god, that, like, I so was so Team Kelly on that. Oh, my oh god. are you As kidding? Was of course. Of course. Like, what? She was so. Who upset. would ever go on a double date with she like your so one of your best friends? And then he like, came over for Thanksgiving. Ex- no, that was horrible. Vicky's, horrible. Vicky is a monster. But the point is like. That was resolved really quickly because I feel like... Wasn't it? She brought it up a couple times. She did. As well as she should, by the way. No, no, no. I know. But I'm saying that, like, Vicky kind of, like, apologized. Kelly cried. They moved on. Like, that's... But that's the only, like, real drama we've seen. Whereas the other shit seems, like, very much like they're just trying to kind of create plot lines. The same way that, like... Beverly Hills, we had like Pantygate for fucking ever. And it, like, no... These, 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 like, dramas that don't feel real at all that, like... I think they have to do a clean sweep and they have to, excuse me, they have to get rid of Tamara, Vicky, or both of them. But they never will. Andy can't fire Vicky. Andy can't fire Vicky in the same way he probably can't fire Ramona, which doesn't mean he can't fire her. It just means it's not going to happen yet. But I think he could maybe get rid of Tamara, although I don't know why he would because she is willing to do absolutely anything. Right. But I don't know. It's, it's it's. I don't know. It's old. It feels old. It feels muted. It feels kind of depressing. I, and I still like. I still. It's not fun. I would never stop watching it. I care about them. I feel like I. You know. You feel like you're like invested, and in, you've been watching these lives for like however long. Like you hundreds can't, of years. You can't stop. But like. Can't stop. Won't stop. But it's also like, it's boring. It's boring. No, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think it's super boring. I think this. This. You know, the fact that the trailer came out late and then was a piece of shit was like not a great indicator. And the fact that in all of their interviews they're like, "It's so fun," and I'm like, "Okay, I guess fun is good." But, you know, you guys have raised me. You know, as someone that is looking for some drama, and if you're not bringing it, and also it doesn't feel really fun, then I don't know what I'm gonna. But so my do question with is you. like, why don't why, why don't they bring out Gretchen or Alexis? Like, why don't they like really go for it then? Because I feel like that's the kind of thing they would need to really. Gretchen is so deeply manufactured. Gretchen is too desperate. I think Alexis yeah. would be interesting, but I think Alexis is probably too real now that she and Jim are rest in peace. Like right. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like that's something that I feel, I don't know. Yes, I, Gretchen would be the Danielle Staub card. Apologies to well, Gretchen for that well, comparison. Danielle is both un, unhinged and also manufactured. Like Danielle's drama was was super. Yeah, and she got fake engaged and fake married and is yeah, now yeah. getting real divorce. <laughs> yeah, With all of that. Yes, but all, that having been said, like I still was entertained in a way that I hadn't been in Jersey since before she went to prison. Like Honestly, that, that whole those season the season when she went to prison and the one after were so boring. Totally agree that the with show you. I thought would never be good again, and I don't think it was like good, good last season. But I it was better. It was, it was better. better, and I and I and I feel like. You know, Dolores was a really big part of that. Dolores is Siggy fucking amazing. losing her shit was a big part of that. But like... Shalom. It, it, <laughs> it, and in that version, I meant goodbye. It worked. And peace. It worked on some level. And so we'll see what happens next season. It should be back soon. So... Yeah. It, T. Carly thinks that it's going to be back in September. Is that supposed to be said on the air? <laughs> 
Oh my God. Nobody told me to my thousands of listeners. Um, it's fine. Um, wait, was that? You know what? We don't know that. How That's, many people did I tell that to? That was to? a rumor. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm sure it's a, ru- it's a rumor. It's not, it's, I don't think it's going to be back then. I think it got canceled. Let's spread that rumor. And if it pops up on your DVR, it was an early April Fool's. I mean, I feel like New Jersey is the punishment that keeps on giving. But, but we're not going to we get a trailer at least a month in advance. So it's not going to be back until last year. I don't oh, think maybe it was it'll back, back until, in October. I don't think it was back until the end of November. I think Atlanta was first. God, it feels like such a punishment. Honestly, to go from OC to Jersey is like, and why does still God watching hate me? OC. I know OC has just begun and is never going to end. Potomac does short seasons. Potomac does short seasons. Dallas does short short seasons. Okay. Are we done with OC? Because it was, oh, the milk. I want to know what the milkman does for a living. I feel like the milkman owns like. boring as hell, but he's hot. I love that she calls him the milkman, but he 100% is like a multi-bajillionaire that probably owns, like has invented soy milk or something. Good for her though. Good for her. Yeah. I'm dead for Kelly. I wanted Kelly to be fired back when she first started when she came from my beloved Shannon right and honestly I am super team I could just watch Shannon and Kelly just hang out and read the newspaper out loud okay. to each other I don't know if I'd watch that but I mean I would I would 100% watch it they're both so like good yeah. they're both okay. very unique um and I think Kelly has genuinely learned a lot being on Housewives like about herself I also like yes. that she was shading her younger brother on social media by talking about how great her older brother was. And I wanted to know more about that. Like Kelly's Insta stories and tweets are phenomenal. I can't actually bring myself to follow most of them. I just, it's too much for me. Oh, I, I just hundred percent stalk them all day long. I'm like, great. Oh, what are you eating today? Awesome. Okay, great. We'll talk about that in next week's Andy's rolls. Um, somebody had bread. No, just kidding. They've never that never did. happened. That never happened. Okay. So Dallas, Dallas, um, Stephanie talking about depression and her mom saying, let's that was, not that table was talk. Really, that was dark. That was, the whole thing was really heavy. Yes. Yeah, Stephanie obviously was a choice that Stephanie made. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound as terrible as how this is probably going to come across. AKA I'm a terrible person, but it felt like it was a decision that she made before the season started. I, I don't think that's, there's nothing, there's nothing. Listen, like I believe her. Oh, I a hundred percent believe so her. So it's not, it's it, but of course it's a decision when you try to re- right, that. And, which, yeah. and, it, and it, you like, you're saying it on camera and you know how it's going to be taken and you right. know that it's going to be like, that it creates sympathy for you and that it's and the same, no, at the same time. It also helps viewers. hundred percent. I was super I was so in support of her talking about it yes. and how brave it was and how strong it was and how revealing it was. It made me cringe when her mom was like, that's not something that we talk about publicly or maybe right. even privately, because I do think that is a real yes. response that a mom or parent could have, which is like, sweetie, let's not talk about that, which is why mental health needs to be spoken about. So I think that she made a decision that she wanted to go public about this for whatever reason, if it was to raise awareness or for her arc or whatever. And it obviously really happened. And watching her talk about it was really impactful. And watching her talk about it with Leanne, who obviously had no idea, nor right. did anybody. And Leanne, and Leanne had her own story. Leanne like tried to kill herself a bunch of times. Right. So... <laughs> I mean, you sound callous. No, I, know I, don't. I know you have a heart. I don't. I, I don't. But it was like, it was a really sweet moment juxtaposed with a lot of like fucking shit. Like Mama D, the whole thing with Mama yeah. D and Deandra yeah. is rough. I mean, I yeah. said last week that it was like a little candy and Mama Joyce esque. Yeah. And I think there's some of that. I think there's a little bit of like Mama D think she, thinking she's Mama Elsa. The thing, the, okay, but the, the thing where she accused her of verbal abuse for like explaining to her how a computer works, like, 
was, was a lot. Incredible. Because I think she's giving extra, and the whole salary thing made me super uncomfortable. Yeah. Where, like, she was supposed to give up her salary to Deandra so Deandra could, like, use it or something for her, like, well, L11 she had, she or whatever. She had her salary, like, right? She said she, like, take, she took, like, a, like... Some of it for, like, ingredients. I don't, As I don't know. Would say, like, I, can't, I can't follow the drama of that company. I don't, I don't particularly care, except that I think that they're really, I love it Deandra. It feels real. I no, die I, for I Deandra. Think it, I think it feels real enough. It feels real. It also feels like some of it could 100% be triggered by production and Deandra probably pushing her mom because the end of last season was her mom physically handing over a key. Right. And this season, it's like, where is that motherfucking key? You right. stole it back, you stupid bitch, as soon as the cameras went down. Well, and her mom not wanting to participate, which is I, real. I think production absolutely... Influence. Because you have, if you are filming a scene with these two women at the office and they're not speaking to each other and you know that you have to talk to each other before they finish filming for the day and then you have that conversation. That's the way that they get you to have these conversations is they just keep the cameras there totally. until you do something. But I also think that Giandra thought to herself, how great that I'm going to run this business IRL in real life. Yeah. Um, and then also have, you know, my but second I didn't, season I didn't really running she had the her show. Own, her own business. That her mom owns. Yes that's part of an umbrella company. I mean, I didn't know that she had her own business. I'm very confused by like the green, whatever it's called, which just makes me think they're talking about pooping. Like the, I don't even green miracle. Like I'm just like, <laughs> and then like putting it in a pouch or not. I was like, is it a pill? What is it? It's a powder. I don't, you see, put it in your juice. I, don't, I think I just don't want to like know vitamin. that much. I think I'm just ready to like, but know. I like them. To, I have no interest in Googling that for example, but I love them talking about it. Like I want sure. them to talk about the green miracle over and over and over again. Cause I feel like it's just filled with like toxic chemicals and I am here um, for that. Absolutely. Is. Yeah, I love it. I just I think Dallas is phenomenal and it's probably the only palate cleanser that we'll really get because yeah. it's like Jersey. What else is coming back? Not Beverly Hills, Atlanta. No, Beverly, Beverly Hills will be back in December. It will. Yeah. OK, but Atlanta will be happening before because yeah, Portia, Atlanta's spoiler no, alert, November. Portia's pregnant because she was filming at Eva's. I guess Eva had a baby shower and Portia right. per some like blogs and stuff this week like announced that she was pregnant or something which at is, the baby shower yeah of for, course she did <laughs> it's just like so good uh, who's portia, portia who's portia fucking by the way i don't even know i don't know is he a prince i hope he is i hope so um prince of our hearts so dallas everything brandy stephanie giving brandy a gingy baby for her birthday or whatever <laughs> so sweet i also really i just the fact that stephanie made up a like a lie to cameron about Oh my god! That was like actually kind of cruel because Cameron's just like so dumb. Simple is what I was gonna say. Yeah, and that like <laughs> Stephanie fed her this like, like, like inter- like the story that was like was way- really good. By the way, it was really yeah. good. And then that makes Cameron really upset. And then the spo- the the teaser for this week's episode is like them flipping out on each other at Cameron's like ski cabin or whatever. Which looks beautiful. Which looks beautiful. And like they're crying and stuff. And I think it's because Cameron was still upset about it or something. I don't know, but I'm super, I'm super into it. I think the casting for season two slash season three of Dallas is so spot on. Like bringing on Deandra and Cameron was so beautifully pieced together. They're at the top of their game with production I'm very nervous that Leanne and Deandra are going to fight because I actually think that being on the show could affect their friendship. Of course it can. And I'm scared for, I guess, Deandra, but sort of both of them because I think they genuinely do need each other. At least Leanne desperately needs There are needs very few relationships that can survive a reality show. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think of like, any like like friends on the shows like that have not ever had a falling out. Um, 
I'm trying to think of. There are ones that are like have been friends for a long time, but even like they've had like Lisa and Kyle have been pretty consistently friends, but they did have a falling but out. Yeah, they're definitely friends. They've had they've had repeated falling outs. They're just mostly friends. Who else? Is there someone Lisa Rinna hasn't Lisa Rinna and Kyle have gotten into it because of Kim, but they've still been able to kind of stay friends. Yeah. Um I'm in Vanderpump Rules land now, and I will say that Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz have never really fought. Yeah, I think they're too pretty. Like they're too pretty and maybe too dumb. Sheena and Ariana had like a falling out, but they seem like they were are they're fine now. I don't know what happens in season six though. <sighs> Sheena. Sheena <laughs> against the world. Sheena Marie. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so what else do we want to talk about for Dallas? I think Stephanie is going to probably be like the reason that Dallas is so great. This I feel like Stephanie is the glue that's keeping together season two. Not that it's in any way. Um, I feel like Carrie it, is totally like Carrie's also the secret sauce. I forgot but her she's name. Like, sort of disappeared. Like that's what I mean. Like I sort of forgot she was on the show. I think she's going to creep in and out. I Carrie's one of those people where I don't know that anyone's going to be like Carrie Dubler's my favorite. Like well, Carrie, but I think she but also she's like good. yeah, but she like made shit up last season and it was obvious. And I think that she doesn't want to get caught again about not being their nanny or not having there an affair also, with she him. She said stuff, stuff like that was just like not true. The stuff about the conversation on the phone where she with like the the plastic surgeon. There was a whole thing. Remember the fight? Oh yeah, where she Brandy. said that Brandy's plastic. She was like, "I never said that he killed people." Yeah, that I was just, weird. I, I, I just that she like lies, and I thought it it looked like she lied, and I was really like waiting for her to be held accountable. Well, no, I was just like less into her last season. I think she realized that she kind of turned people off because she was being a little bit too manipulative. Oh. Openly. Oh. She seems very craven to me. Oh, I'm into that though. We need more. No, craven. I know, and I'm fine with her now. Because we can only do circus freak for she, so long. I think she stepped back. I think oh. the same way that like um, Mark definitely stepped back. Mark is trying to be like, like you Mr. know how Rinna like had a season where she was just like stirring the shit. Pot, and then yeah, the next where season, Kim was going to die, and then the next she season, was just like, I'm just here to hang out and be fun. Like 100%. I think that Carrie is going to have that role this season. So interesting. We'll see. Okay, great. So, um, Lewis Pitesman, great to have you. <laughs> <laughs> so good being here. Okay, so we're almost an hour in, and we have not talked about New York. And I hate what you. Is, I knew is this there, was going to happen. What is there to say? I knew this is what was going to happen. Is, what is there even to Lewis say? Heitzen. Okay. Um, explain to me. Okay. So first off, let's just say this. Okay. I posted an Instagram poll this afternoon. If, oh, you, if you guys need to follow me on, because I don't know how social media works. Guys, follow me at Dame Galley, please, for the love of Christ, um, on Instagram and Twitter, at Sarah Galley. Thanks so much. Um, so I said, recording Andy's Girls tonight, and I posed to the listeners that follow me, did Andy go too far for um, in defending Bethany? No. And the results were 41% said yes, 59 said no. I would say that's pretty close. That is pretty close. I mean, this is a tough question because, like, at any other reunion, I would say he went too far because it's not fun to watch him take a side. Right. But because Luann wasn't there and Bethany was on her own, how could that have even worked without Andy stepping in and being like, you guys need to calm down and leave her alone for a second so she can answer a question? There's a difference between him saying, you guys need to calm down and leave her alone and saying... When Ramona is calling her opportunistic, which she was by stepping, I'm not saying that no. I didn't, I'm not glad that she didn't watch it, that she didn't step out to film at the funeral, but Ramona rightly called her out and was like, that was opportunistic. And Andy was like, well, I'm so glad she did because we really love the footage. And that ended the argument as opposed to making Bethany defend herself because Bethany's all about like being truthful, being real, holding people accountable. Um, you know, I, um, this fucking okay, but, but, snowman no, but bullshit. Here's what bothers me, me about that fight. 
that fight really bothered me because well, first of all, I have to tell you something. Side note: We're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna like wait. You're gonna wait for my comment on that because I have to tell you that I looked at Twitter. Okay. Kristen Doty liked my um. <laughs> she she re, she, re, she retweeted my new phone background. Oh God, I wanted to, my and phone. she commented on it. Yeah. Yes, always strive to be your best version of this. Oh my God, fucking Kristen. Kristen Doty. Doty. Love okay, her. Sorry, I just had a moment. Um. Okay, back to that fight. Here's what bothered Opportunistic. me. Opportunistic. No. You know why? Because Jill fucking Zarin wanted that to happen. Jill wanted that all to happen. Sure. But Bethany's saying that she flew back on a private plane because she might have felt bad or whatever, or she would have, she definitely thought she would have probably felt bad. Fine. But you, you already said your thing to Jill. You got in your car and then you saw the crew setting up and you got out again to film. That is opportunistic. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying I'm unhappy to have seen it because I, I was know. looking forward to know. it the entire know. season. I don't know. I really it feel was, like... It was opportunistic is what but it was. Jill wanted, that, Jill wanted that more than Bethany did. Sure, but Bethany made it all about herself. Bethany's well, excuse in talking about that reunion and talking about that funeral is, was not talking about Bo- how great Bobby was, but was talking about how great Bobby was in defending her. I remembered all those stories. I remembered all those jokes. She goes to Jill and says, I'm alone too, which I actually do not think was a bad thing to say because they are both alone. But... Uh, God, it's so dark now in retrospect. I know, like, it's like, fucking rest in peace, Dennis. Shit, man, shit. It's, like, it's just too dark. Like, her tweets, it's just so sad. Yeah, she's not on a tweet sad. that she's, like, learning to breathe. I didn't realize that they were together at the time. I don't think anybody... Pro- he proposed. That was what came out, is that he had proposed to her. I know, she, like, but wore she the she, ring to a custody she wasn't, thing. But she didn't, she didn't... She didn't say yes. Yes, but she. they were, like, semi-engaged. Also, sidebar, not to be a bitter Betty, but I find it very uncomfortable that, like, nobody's talking about his wife with whom he had, like, three or four kids. Jason? Or, no, sorry. No, Dennis. Dennis. Um, I, I'm sad about it. I'm sad about it. No, She's recasting just, herself as like his one true love, and I feel bad for his wife. Uh, with it's whom complicated. He wasn't I mean, divorced. who among us? Anyway, it's, just, it's hard. We don't know. Anyway, I don't think it's about the producer being happy and the producer meaning Andy. I don't think it's about the producer well, being Bethany, happy that they got the footage. It's about Bethany needing to defend herself for being. Listen, Ramona, who is garbage, she is human garbage, said something that was right, just like she said on that bridge ten years ago okay. with Bethany reference, okay. which was like, no, wait, I'm serious. <laughs> Bethany is gonna end up alone and. Get Guess what she did? And I'm not saying it's because Dennis OD'd, which is terrible. But, you know, count your Tylenol PMs. Like, that is no joke. You have to be really careful with um, opioid addiction. I'm saying that Bethany is a broken, toxic bird. And she's going, she flies in circles. And those circles are, I am alone. I am really sad. I'm not going to do anything in my life to change that. And I have total control on this show. And Carol being fired is because Bethany had total control. The reunion structure is because, unfortunately, like, Luann was, like, genuinely ill and needed to get help. And, unfortunately, that happened for all of us, you know, like the weekend before the reunion, which is like really deeply unfortunate that it happened on like a Saturday and the reunion was like filmed on a Tuesday. Right. But Ramona wasn't wrong in saying that Bethany is, is full of shit because she pretends I, that she's okay. doing this. I, 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 yes. And Bethany does produce the show. Like, yes, yeah, she does. Of course she does. We she know doesn't this. have a title, but she has the role. But at the same time with missing from that fight, because no one would say it is that Jill Zarin is as thirst is thirstier than all of them combined. And so the idea that well, like, thank fucking God she is. So the idea that like the implication that it was that Bethany was wrong for filming at the funeral, which was the yes. way they framed it was bullshit because yes. Jill wanted that to happen. And Bobby, I guarantee fucking T would have loved would've, it. Would have, would have done anything to have Jill. His back on dying TV like words were tell production. I'm ready. No, like, but, honestly, but you know, that's true. Like, that's, I that is, and that's so, why I love, I so love that's why Bobby I even more for so that. So that's why I don't like that they were like, basically like it was so gauche of you to film at the funeral as if Bethany was the one who was like, bring the cameras and film me only. And like, you know, 
I agree with you, but also it was so gauche to film at the funeral and it was super gauche for her to hop out of the limo. And I'm not saying that because I think it was a bad idea for them to film. I'm shocked that they did not tell Ramona and Dorinda, who they knew that were also friends with Jill. I'm surprised that nobody told them that the crew well, was showing up. That, I think that, that's, that's super shady. And that's a production shady. problem. That's, yeah, that's, I think that's... That's, a, that's not Bethany's fault. It's a production I fault. 100% agree with you. Um, the thing that Ramona says that's probably the most true about Bethany, I will say, is her you don't support other women thing, is like Bethany's not supporting other women is like, you know, recurring thread on this show. And I will say that like a broken Ramona is right like twice a, twice day. a day. At the same time. It's turtle time o'clock. At the same time. Ramona is a horrible person who has been nothing but horrible to Bethany for so many years. And I hate that we have to pretend, and this is one of the problems with housewife shows is that like these women are terrible like to each other and then they have to keep filming. And so they they have have to pretend that they're working on their friendship and they're whatever they're they're working on friendship. When in real life you would never, if someone talked to me the way that Ramona talks to Bethany, like once I would never speak to them again. So it's like, that's a problem. That's just like a flaw in the, in in the franchise. A hundred percent. But it's really hard for me to sit there and watch Ramona complain about Bethany not supporting her when I'm like, why would she ever want to be in the same room as you? You have been nothing but nasty to her. The fact that she had that crazy phone call on the street. like oh, so good. But it was deranged and it was so mean and there was no reason for it. So like... They're, it's silly to act like Bethany didn't have a valid reason to never give Ramona the time of day. Here's the problem. It's not that Bethany needs to support her. Bethany needs to show up and film. Bethany. Okay. That's, that's a valid. Bethany brings up the fact. Bethany is constantly showing up to chill with Sonia and brings her a pair of motherfucking skinny girl jeans. She's not doing that because Sonia's running out of clothing, although she might be. Right. She's doing that to get her products on air. The fact that we were talking. I was very uncomfortable with Bethany being like, what happened to all of your businesses? when it's like sweetie why aren't you filming that during why aren't you like raising those questions during the filming like why are you just flat out refusing to like film these bullshit scenes about dumb empires and also bethany became super wealthy and super successful as a businesswoman when she was in her 40s i think ramona has every right to be like sweetie while you were still busking with bethany bakes I oh was God, I, about I was a buyer for like whatever that weird thing with those Israeli guys where she was like making a big thing with buying clothing and like showing her tits or whatever and it was very strange but like Ramona genuinely did well financially and Mario did well financially right. and Ramona did that without depending on a guy how weird was it that Ramona walked in talking to Mario on the phone it was so staged and so weird and Mario is still fucking the woman that he cheated on Ramona yeah, with whatever. so I, I don't mean, know I, I would love for them to get back together because I think that would be hilarious I just I, I don't know I just I have a problem with the fact that like the fight the, the, the untoken thing in the fight is that like that I want someone to say is like and Bethany just did say it is like you've I don't been, like you you've been awful forever 100%. there's no reason and like and also there are people like on the show like Bethany and Luann I feel like have genuinely found an understanding with each other like I think that they definitely hated each other at one point and I think they now at this point have some sort of well they're united against carol either an allyship or but i think that there's some sort of genuine affection maybe maybe i'm imagining it but i think bethany does like need friends and like she needs she needs friends so much but she is so narcissistic and full of herself that the idea (laughs) of filming with jill again she's like dorinda brought this up which i think was shady but i appreciated when dorinda's like have you spoke have you gone to lunch with her since yeah. or or like i went to lunch with her oh, it was so shady her? it was super shady and i thought it was like one of the good clean shots that was made over them just talking when she was like there are no cameras so why, why would you which was i think actually a good point i think that bethany is going to need to learn to let something go because 
Bethany winning is losing for the viewers if no one wants to film with her. And she needs to... They're going to bring Jill back. I don't know that they will. I'm concerned. I think that they would have 100% brought Jill back if Carol had been on and hadn't been fired, which she 100% was. I think because Carol was fired, it gave Bethany too much power. And I don't know... If Bethany can't go to lunch with Jill because she's taking it easy, do you think Bethany's going to want to potentially cede any public approval by having Jill back even as a friend of? Like sipping her Diet Coke? It's too dark to even think about what it's going to be like next season because this it's just it's so be... sad right now i can't really like i and i hope that they wait a little bit before they start filming because i just think it's like too are they already filming no the it's the opposite that's happening that they're supposed to start filming soon and bethany's all fucked up like it's gonna that's be her I mean. bleeding it's gonna be her heart bleeding instead of her it, vagina it's, it's terrible no it's I, it's I don't want to actually watch that it's just so bleak I but that's the pro- I think it's gonna be super bleak because of her personal life and I think it's gonna be super bleak because none of these women like yeah, her you know, and they all they don't fucked like her, but, up you no know, they I know but I will say this about Bethany and probably why I always root for her even though she is I'm Garbage. not saying she's a good person or like fun yeah to be none around. of them are good people by the of way of course the reason I like Bethany is because unlike Tamara and Vicky or uh, Vanderpump or all these other people who are like, who've been on the shows forever, who mm-hmm. are like their own brands. Beth- Bethany's the only one who like will let the fact that she's a broken person shine through all the time. And I mean like, yes, Vicky does that in just being crazy. Does she? I think Bethany does. Think of all the time she's no, had like... No, I meant like, Vicky does Vicky. No, 100% Bethany does. Well, Vicky, it's different because it always feels kind of performative like i feel it's like 100 percent built on a lie but it's yeah. not it's not the same like bethany like has those moments where she breaks down and she's just so clearly like that i find so fascinating like when she was like having that fight what, i forgot who it was with was it anybody it anybody could have been with anybody she was basically saying like, i can't you can't ask me questions i can't reveal it like i'm i can't share myself heather? i think it was with heather over the why aren't you eating me yes yes yeah. like like in I, the brochures I, like even though bethany is like a pro and you see it in her talking heads which they all get mad about which i'm like yeah. that's your job is to be shady t- to each other while you do talking 100%. heads um she is like she reveals her emotions or when she had that when with luann when she was like i think tom is cheating on you i think he's a bad person like not when she brought the photo and that was obviously staged or when she was the, like the fight shaking before the that where she was like um, at the Berkshires when she was like I think he's cheating on you I think he's a bad guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was like upset about her own romantic failings and like yeah. it was very real like I just feel like she still retains a little bit of her true self in a way that very few other season housewives do I totally hear you on that <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally I, appreciate you're that. wrong but I hear you here's the thing though is that Bethany is, I've said this before and I'll say it again, she is a living wound. And for me, I'm not going to stand for her if she does not also seek help. She uses it as a crutch. She well, I think she's definitely going to go to therapy now. I don't think so. I think she's going to, I think if she hasn't gone from the fucking Jason shit, which is genuinely, seemingly, extremely, extremely personally devastating, right. I don't think that Dennis is going to push her. I, I mean, don't know. Unless, I don't, I don't want to speculate. It's just, it's just too dark. But It is too dark. But, but I, also, I, 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 I don't but know. But she's too dark. She Lewis, is. she's too no, dark. Okay, okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> Let's just talk about this. <laughs> Carol's an awful person. And... The sooner we admit that Carol's a bad person, the sooner we can move along with all of this. Here's the thing. I, I can concede that Bethany is not a good person, so you have to admit that Carol is also a bad person. Lewis, I don't ever think Carol's a, a good... I don't think any of these people are good people. I I think the worst of them might actually I think be Heather, Dorinda. Heather Thompson's a good person. Oh, we can't talk about people that have left because Heather okay, Thompson's like, a sweetheart and Kristen Takeman and I are best friends. No, no, you know, I mean, they're like, because like, like, there are, there are that's like, that's every show needs yeah, one good person, by yes, the way. Yes, they need to bring back Heather Thompson and never will because the only way Heather Thompson was going to come back is if Carol was still on the show and Carol's yeah. not a friend of. No, no, no. Like, there's no way. No, Carol's but you could done. bring back Heather well, Thompson. Well, Carol also and have it burned be, like, that bridge Jurassic by pretending World. that she was 
that she chose to leave. Who? Carol. Yeah. Carol burned that bridge. Carol, she, she's not. There's no way that Annie's going to be like. Carol thought that she could get away with it, but she started going into like, and I left because it's about morality. And then it's like, sweetie, like you, you were fired. There's I no thought, reason I for you thought, to leave I thought right Carol now. was so repugnant this season. I thought her whole like, I've said this before, but her single white femaleing of Tinsley was so gross and transparent that she was just like, I'm a blonde now and I'm fun and I like shopping. And Bethany <laughs> being like, you've changed and her being like, no, I haven't. It's like, you absolutely have. You cannot write a single article, which maybe you never could, but you can't write an article over the course of a Ow. season. And you, all you, like, she just became really frivolous and annoying with Tinsley. I And Tinsley, by the way, someone I rooted for to like pick things up because I wanted Tinsley Mortimer to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is such a dud and such a... Did you not watch High Society? No, but my point is that like Tinsley had a chance to like come around and be interesting and instead decided to be like the worst version of herself, which is just like a drunk hanger on. Yeah, I'm super into that. Um, Here's the the thing with Carol is that Tinsley, Tinsley was Carol's new Adam. Carol needed someone to feel cool and young and hip around and Adam wouldn't fuck her anymore. That, and so it, she it, went with honestly, Tinsley. Honestly I'm not thinking me. as a defense. No, 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 no. Is- but it honestly bums me out watching. It bums me out watching Carol like the things she wore this season. I'm not, and people can wear whatever they want. No, no, no. But people, like, I don't, I don't want to sound ageist. Her like, tattoo like, dress. Wear, wear whatever you want at any age. Like, you yeah, know, whatever yeah. makes you feel good. Like, it's just that Carol... It was so performative, the whole thing of how she was, like, trying to age herself down and trying to act like this much cooler, hipper, younger version of herself. I hated watching that. It felt very artificial. So for Bethany to call her on that and her to act like Bethany was crazy was more of her gaslighting bullshit that went on for the entire season. I'm sorry. Are you saying Carol is the one that... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Can Can I quote Carol here telling Bethany it's not that deep when it clearly was that deep? Okay. Do you, wait, here, wait, let me, okay. <laughs> Are you like losing it? Wait, here, I'll, I'll give you one, I'll give you one. Guys. I'll give you one, I'll give you one, one shot in, in Bethany's direction. Okay. The one thing I will say that I agree with Carol on is the thing with Adam and Bethany. Bethany was wrong about that. 100% she was. Here's why she was wrong. Okay. She acted like Adam didn't want to do a charity thing he without was, pay. Yeah. When actually what Bethany wanted was someone to help her brand her charity by taking photos of her doing charitable and work. And not getting paid. And not get pay, not pay them for that, which right. is bullshit. Right. Adam should have been paid for that. It wasn't that he wasn't willing to like donate money to Puerto Rico. It was that he didn't want to like take vanity, like be part of Bethany's vanity project. And I think that her Puerto Rico work is real, but obviously it's also part of her brand. So what do you think about Bethany? Totally agree with you. What do you think about Bethany saying over and over again, like Carol seems really sad this season while she knows that cameras are on her. You don't think that's about like gaslighting and trying to edit. That's not, that's not gaslighting. That's just like being a housewife. I'm saying like, she didn't say to her face, like she's not telling. I mean, I think Carol was sad this season, by the way. I think she missed Adam. I think she was like losing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think hanging out with Tinsley all the time is very depressing. And that's not, I don't think that's, you know, that's gaslighting to say Carol yeah. seems sad. So you think that their friendship just broke up because of what? I think it broke up for a few reasons. I think, I think Bethany was in the wrong with her Adam shit. Yeah. I think she handled that really badly. Uh-huh. And then she was like, he's a hanger on. To be fair, Adam was a hanger on who used the show to propel himself to whatever. Like, that was obviously what he was doing. Mm. So she wasn't wrong about that, but she was wrong in how she handled it. And she was wrong to, like, imply that Adam was uncharitable mm-hmm. and to yell at Carol for that. Um, but I think they also just, like, grew apart and didn't like each other. They didn't need each other as much anymore. Or Carol definitely didn't need Bethany as much anymore. And I think Bethany's feelings were genuinely hurt. And Carol was acting like there's nothing wrong. And, and that, Bethany- that's what that's what bothered me is that Carol kept acting like Bethany was imagining things. And that's what I mean when I say she was like all season, Carol was acting like Bethany was imagining this rift. 
What? You don't see that at all? I really don't. I see Carol constantly trying to understand Bethany and regroup with her. And Bethany was totally closed off and sharp and mean there was, and judgmental. There was, oh, my God. They were both awful. They were both awful to each other. There was never a version of that, them getting back together as friends. They were both. I think Carol, I think at a certain point, Carol was over Bethany being best friends with Bethany 24-7 and Bethany emoted more loudly how upset she was by their friendship disintegrating and that is what we watched I guess I just like I don't know I just found I I, I see what you're saying I think they they both made mistakes but I think that Carol by the end I was so much more on Bethany's side because Carol was being so like Carol's thing about like I can't deal with Bethany crying and it's like a lot of housewives' tears feel very fake to me, but I think Bethany's tears are genuine. I totally agree with and you. And I think that for Carol to be like, I can't deal with you when you're crying all the time is like not very nice. I think someone that is that broken and doesn't seek real help and expects or demands sympathy for being in a vicious cycle of pain is a lot to ask of a friend okay, and I then think why Carol is then why out. is Carol friends with Dorinda who is way more broken exactly what I thought when I watched the reunion <laughs> which was you lose any power that you have when you're calling out Bethany on her bullshit and saying essentially like we need to like be real about right. this and be strong yeah. and then you completely gaslight what is a significant issue that Dorinda has I don't know if it's alcohol abuse rage abuse depression or whatever but Dorinda is a hundred percent acting out and I thought that these women decided that they needed to be such strong allies that Dorinda probably was like I'm gonna stick up for you guys and I'm gonna go on the attack but you cannot under any circumstances agree with Bethany and everyone else was like dream team we're in and I thought that was completely fucking bullshit and another opportunity where Luann would have been crucial not only in defending Bethany but also calling out what was horrific disgusting behavior on had one of i think that was one of the worst seasons of any housewife the way that she behaved the season was like certainly the most uncomfortable yeah and i mean we've seen like yeah but also it was very i mean parts of it were very taylor armstrong season two yeah like like there it was just like hiding in a bathtub in aspen yeah it's like there's something there's something deeply wrong here that we're not understanding totally but but also just like her behavior i mean she and and what was weird to me is like and I guess they kind of have to in the talking heads, but she would always like soberly in talking heads justify this horrific drunk behavior yeah. in a way that made me uncomfortable where I'm like, you're watching this footage or you like, I mean, maybe they, I don't know if they watch the footage before they, they get sent like six screeners before the reunion. So they are that, fully that caught I, that up. I know, but I mean, when they, when they do talking heads, are they just being interviewed about stuff that happened oh, yeah, or do I, they actually see Oh, it? I don't know if they see like whatever dailies or whatever the because fuck. Because what I want to know is like how can, how Dorinda can seeing herself still defend it and be like, I think like her, for her to say like, she's Oh, so when, I, when I was yelling out Giovanni, like I was just trying to celebrate him. Which is I was insane. Like, That's, we saw the footage. Like right, it was, she was you were being, drunk and crazy and, and mean. being super thinking that you're passive aggressive, but you're so drunk that you don't realize your stage whisper you're aggressive, is like a aggressive. 45. Yeah. 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 God, I wish I'd been there that night. I know I was at the after party. I didn't, I wasn't there. I'm I was so the other night of filming. I'm mad that I was not at that one. Sonia was talking about her clothes or whatever when I was right. talking to her for 45 minutes. Right. Um, it was like really 15 minutes, but it was the longest 15 <laughs> minutes of my entire life. And I like didn't totally understand what was happening, but I was also like, yeah, 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 you're using words. Um, yeah. Good for you. Um, <laughs> congrats. <laughs> congrats, Sonia. Sexy Jay. Um, 
yeah, I wish I had been there, but we've all seen her ass, so we don't need to see it again. I, I think, yeah, the calling out was probably a lot. I think Dorinda... Uh, Dorinda being Dorinda, like, I mean, you can't Dorinda, call me an alcoholic, how dare right. you, but like, are you drunk? Would you I, I say think, I was drunk I, or I a also, drunk? Also, and it's like, why does it matter? You it were, still bothers you, me that, that what Bethany said was misinterpreted. She didn't say, she said, I give you a pass because you're drunk, not you are a drunk. That is what she said about Emma Plain. If you watch it again, she I watched it several you don't, times. You think she says you're a drunk? I don't think she says you're a drunk. I think she said you are, she says, she says you are drunk. I honestly, you know, I care so deeply about everything related to housewives. I honestly don't even care that much okay. because Dorinda misbehaved so poorly right. that the words that Bethany used honestly shouldn't matter. And I feel like in that sense, Dorinda's gaslighting Bethany because she's like, what's the phrase you use when it's like, sweetie, we don't care about the word that Bethany used in a confessional. Right. I care about how you were actually behaving. Right. And you yelling at a guy who's like telling people that Haiti, people in Haiti, Haiti don't go to, go to college. college. And it's like, and you're saying that because if you're like ex-husband and then you're like, Bethany, you always do this. And it's like, yeah, that's actually not Bethany's fault. Now, if before filming, because I remember this from like an old blog that Dorinda wrote, Dorinda was like intimating or somebody was intimating that like Bethany was like over serving her or something and she didn't know about the dinner and the production schedule or whatever. And so she didn't know to go. It's like regardless of that. And she needed to go to sleep. Right. Like, sweetie, you're a mil you're 50 something years old. Right. If you are not if you're that belligerent and that intoxicated on a fucking like charity mission, yeah. then go to bed and don't go downstairs and film. But like, why are you getting that incapacitated? How do you keep doing it? How do, I mean, there was over and over again. NSL, which was funny. But like Andy's like, you know, there have been funny moments and not funny moments. And even him saying that made me slightly uncomfortable because I was like, this isn't, this she is like shades of blue. She her a knife last, last season. In Mexico. Yeah. Like, this is not like normal behavior at all. And I mean, like, there's always a weird moral question about these shows because these women, like, a lot of them seem to have very clear problems and the show just gives them alcohol. It's not like it's giving them alcohol, but, it, you know, creates Provides an environment it. in which yeah, they... Yeah, it creates... It, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, it's tough to watch that. Like, it feels really shitty to like that, like they're probably drinking a lot more than they would be otherwise. And it is not serving Dorinda well. It is not serving Dorinda well. And I think that it makes me so sad because this season was so epic and so, so good that even when they were doing like flashbacks during the union, I was like, oh my God, I for fucking forgot about that dumb like Berkshire's like murder so mystery. So much happened. So much happened. And Dorinda putting her face in the lit cake. Oh my God. So much. So good. So everything. Um, that fucking cake. Um, that it makes me sort of sad that the reunion cycle is going to be just lacking. Cause I just, Andy is not a housewife and it right. makes me uncomfortable when he feels like he needs to act like him, like one. And I understand that that happened last minute in a chaotic environment. Nobody yeah. expected the whole Luann thing to happen, but I think that we're missing something really crucial here. And I think that, you know, I, it's not, I'm team Carol in this because I'm so angry at Bethany's behavior because I love her so much. And I know that she used to be like a different person. Like when we first started, when Damien and I first started Andy's Girls, I think it was the very first episode. I've had listeners reach out to me that say they are now listening to every single episode all over again, which oh I think God. is adorable. But in the very first episode, you know, Damien said something shitty about Bethany and I flipped out on him because I was like, Bethany is everything. Like Bethany right. is my queen. So if you listen to Andy's girls from the start, you can hear me in the <laughs> seasons be like, well, I think this is like slightly problematic, but like we'll ignore it. And then, you know, come to this realization that like the Bethany that I love, like Bethany was my number one for life yeah. and watching how she has 
fallen into disrepair, I would say is a positive way of putting it, is upsetting. So when I see Carol V. Bethany, I understand Carol's perspective. And because Bethany isn't self-aware enough anymore in a way that she used to be, it makes me angry because she used to be so great. And I think that's why a lot of Carol supporters get very, very angry at many Bethany supporters because the Bethany supporters are relying on that old sense memory and Carol supporters, whether or not they're an actual Carol, Carol supporter or now like anti Bethany, I don't really know. I think it's a mix of the two. Well, I think, I think that the thing about this whole fight is that like we're coming in it with our, with our biases. And I think that people, just don't like Bethany a lot of people and that's like what the the fight has come down to like Bethany sucks beyond the specifics of the fight I'm not saying you're doing that because you have more of a basis here (laughs) but when you like tweet about it and people come at you in your at replies like a lot of them are just just hate Bethany and it's not grounded in her behavior on the show see for me I think it's it's solely grounded in her behavior on the show because I keep I watch her and I just want her to be better but I want her to get better and I think she's doing very well the reunion honestly I thought she held herself held her own quite well given how she was being I think it she's, was a barrage and I thought she it handled it well. It was a total barrage. I think she's preening and I think that she's getting a huge lift that she doesn't entirely deserve from Andy letting her get away with maybe well, not being held well, okay, accountable what if, to what some if, of the if, real... What if Andy had said in that fight, Jill wanted us to film, which is what like he didn't say, I think, out of respect to Jill. He did say that. He said Jill invited us to film. Oh, And then okay. Bethany turned to Ramona and she's like... Mm, which I actually was like, which is like a what super shady did, face memo. He didn't say then. He was he, like, and I'm so glad that she got that footage. Right. And that was it. That was the end. Like Bethany never had I to guess actually. It's more, right. I, I, I get what you're saying. I just feel like the, the fight was founded on this idea that like, that Bethany was wrong inherently for filming at the funeral. And I see what you're saying about the opportunistic aspect of it. Yeah. But I think it was like fundamentally flawed in that. Like it made it seem like it was something bad done to Jill. And that wasn't fair. Right. The women were saying, I, the women were saying, I don't think that they were saying it was something bad done to Jill. They were saying they inherently thought it was that's trashy. That's the implication though. Is that like sure. when you film someone's yeah, yeah, husband's they, funeral, it's like yeah. that's shitty to, the, to that woman. I am more concerned with the fact that Bethany is like, because of all the things that Jill did to me and then talking about Ramona calling out her bullshit on the bridge. And it's like, cool, but that was genuinely like seven years ago and or I, whatever. And, and we need to move news, on. But also it's a pattern of behavior for Ramona who every season says something horrible to Bethany. And every season, Bethany is bleeding from some sort of orifice, typically her soul. Well, and she you know needs what? to get some of us, help. Some of us really struggle and need people struggle. who are supportive in our lives Here's and the not difference. Ramona Singer. I think I am angry at Bethany because in some ways I connect with that because I have struggled with like trauma that I faced in my life, like genuine serious trauma. And about a month ago, because I had such a shitty year, I started going to a therapist, which I have repeatedly refused to So you're to basically do. being like Luann to Dorinda right now, but you're being this to Bethany because you've, you've gotten 100%. help and you're like, now you're like 100%. angry I fucking sucked it up because I said you cannot live in a place where you are in pain. You need to get help. And if I've been dealing with a medical illness, I got fucking medical help for that. And I'm yeah. still getting medical support. I, know. I, I, so I, I totally I, agree so with I you about this. They all need so much therapy and not the show therapist that they provide. They I'm not need talking like real therapy. I'm not talking about them all. I'm talking well, about okay, fucking Bethany, Bethany motherfucking Frankel. <laughs> because the only way for this to get better is for her to 
look inside herself. And it's not fun TV. I don't enjoy watching Bethany season after season fall apart because her life is so tragic yeah. because she needs and to be in control it's hard of it. Because I can't imagine her having another friendship on the show. Nobody like, wants I, to film I, I with think, her. How's think, next season going to work out without Jill Zarin? Well, I think Nobody that, wants to I film with her. I think that Luann will be her ally. I think that Luann and fucking Sonia. Well, yeah. They can but eat I think some baloney. But, but I just, I feel like, like, I don't know. We'll see what Luann does next season. But I think that like Luann and Bethany's friendship being explored is something that I would watch. Yeah, it's good. It's, it would be better <laughs> if it was against Carol because I find that shady. I find that like interesting. I actually like that Carol and Luann were getting along, though, I have to say. Yeah. Because everybody respected Luann when she went to the um the sober village she needed to get called out on some stuff too though to be honest and it's it's a bummer that she wasn't there to deal with that what else did Luann need to get called out on oh the blackface and then oh um, my god what the fuck was that the <laughs> afro Andy was so upset that's <laughs> <laughs> a gay man Andy was like let me just repeat I mean there were there were many there were many she did a lot of shit I mean like I also wish that Luann had acknowledged <sighs> she was telling Dorinda inadvertently you are drinking too much because Dorinda was drinking too much and being an asshole. Yeah, I don't. It bothered me that Luan, basically Dorinda was like, you're judging me. And Luann was like, I'm not at all. And I was like, no, you know, you are. And you but have a right. reason to be. Right. But don't pretend that you weren't saying you're getting sloppy. I think Luann was trying to be a friend to her. And Dorinda was like, yeah, I'm not a friend. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like that, was, that, that fight was entirely Dorinda's fault. 100%. But I'm just saying, like, I wish that, like, I wanted to hear Luann on the reunion be like, yeah, I was calling you out on some level because I thought you were going to start being slurry and rude. I think next season we're just going to replace Bethany and Carol with Lauren. Lauren, that's a new person, with Luann versus Dorinda. Because it's going to be... Well, Dorinda haven't even spoken come since back. March. If I were Dorinda, I would like never do the show again. No, Dorinda wants to come back so hard that she's got a personal trainer and she's working out four days a week and she doesn't have an alcohol problem. She has a sadness problem and it got fixed because she's a personal trainer four days a week and she's happy and she's tan okay, and she has blonde Dorinda, extensions. We'll see how that she's goes. doing her very best. And I think that's why they actually do need to start recording. So they pick this up quick. Because if Luann went to rehab a minute, for 45... Though, please give her a minute. She's going to have a fucking grand entrance three unless weeks she in. Want, unless she wants to do it. In which case... This is a terrible comparison, but it's like that Glee episode. I was thinking after the Corey exact Monty, same... died. When I had it was the like, same thought. Because we're, we are one now. We are no, one. No, because I think, I think it's like... that was, but that quarterback. Was, but that was Leah Michelle's choice. Like, she wanted to film that. 100%. And then she had a star reappearance where it was like scene, 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 scene. She's here. Right. And that's, that's exactly and that's, right. If Bethany, that was exactly if right. Bethany wants to film now, then Bethany should film now, but it will be very hard to watch. I'm upset already. I don't want to think about it. I think it's awful. It's just like, I'm there's really, been, there's been too much actual death on these shows. It's making me upset. Well, yeah, there's been too much death. And there's also, did you hear these dumb? Can we just reference these rumors that I don't believe in? We cannot even bring up the QAnon Dennis thing is that what you're, what's your ta- what's what you're talking Q-Anon? about what's QAnon the, 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 the drugs Trump, no the tr- whole Trump conspiracy thing what's the Trump conspiracy thing you haven't heard the conspiracy that Dennis was murdered because he knew too much <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard this is a real thing on like <laughs> the Donald J. Trump Jr. needs to sleep with one eye open are you kidding they, no, they, what they what killed, does he know because Michael Cohen him? Michael Cohen the knew Jews De- because Dennis and Michael Cohen knew each other no I I know that because Michael Cohen called him when there was a fire. Right. And that was a whole thing. And they're like, and by the way, guys, I'm Jewish. So I can make that joke. Um, No, there's a whole thing about how they had him killed. I still don't understand for what. For knowing. I don't, I don't fucking know. Everybody knows too much. 
I know. It's Everybody like, but Trump also, knows too much. Right. It's whatever. I'm just saying that's, I thought that's what you were going to bring up. What, is, what were you going to bring no, up? No, that like when the police or whatever were searching his apartment, they found some like meds that were Bethany's that indicated either he was using hers or she left his. And then allegedly they like went to talk to Bethany after his death and she was either coked up or out of it or they found drugs at her place and like child protective services was called. I don't believe any of this. I'm just referencing yeah, it. I don't. That sounds I think libelous all, and I, I didn't say it and I would never say it. So I didn't say it either. I was just saying you, it. Right. I heard it and I don't believe it. And I think it's also like, guys, I think if that was happening, somebody would really some moron said it and a couple people sent it to me and I honestly keep sending me stuff guys because I love to read it, but I just don't believe no, it I don't for believe a second. That. I think she has enough shit that uh, but I i'm did, sure she was very distraught when her partner was found dead so and that and news it's interesting came out if he so she knew quickly. that he had that news of his death came out like 20 minutes after it happened i know i was recording and these girls with ryan houlihan i read it on air and then we started talking about it, it was like we didn't have a moment to digest no, it so that was a very crazy. special i went episode. to a show that night um, called This American Wife at New York Theater Workshop next door. Oh, about the Real Housewives. And, and I didn't see we it. we had like a moment of silence for Dennis because it was that night. And it's really sad. It was it's shocking. It's so sad. Do you think she knew that he had an issue? Because some people I are do. so... Some people are I saying do, that's because, why she well, wouldn't I, that's, commit. I, which I get. I understand but that. I just, I, you never know. I mean, like... But we know. Well, what's weird about these shows is like, un, un, like there's a th- kind of un, like a lot of the, we know there are more drugs happening than they talk about, right? Yeah, Dorinda like, is skiing we, in we, Vail and we, up her nose. <laughs> they all it do comes coke. Up in weird it's ways. New York like, in the eighties. Like, no, but it's not just them. I mean, like on all of these shows, it's like the way. Remember when Stassi like admitted after the fact that she was on Adderall like for all of the first season, and that's why she was so skinny. Yes. Yeah, and James or, and Pasta. Well, and and um, or you know, Raquel. or Mike Shea having a pill problem. Mike Shea. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shea. Shea. <laughs> I don't know his first name. His name is Shea. Shea. Yeah, Mike Shea. Um, I just feel like there's, like, more... There's always more shit like that that we don't know about. Um, but now we said it. Um, <laughs> Way to go, Camille. Uh, I caught it. But... Yeah, I don't. I, who really knows about Dennis and Bethany? Like, and it makes but, their relationship more interesting if that is why she wanted to like take a break and reevaluate. I and don't stuff know. If he I, was it's an really. Addict. I mean, the fact that he that he had, um, you know, stuff to take for overdosing indicates that. I don't know. I think it's prescription drugs are so overprescribed, and well, it's yeah, such but a he, secret. But he, had, he had Narcan, which means that he. Well, he asked his maid to get Narcan. No, I thought that. He, I don't think he, no I think what I think what happened was that he asked them to get it he knew enough to ask at that point because he wasn't unconscious but because he took so many different drugs that's why it didn't work we don't really know what we don't know what happened we weren't there a lot of stuff is just cut with fentanyl so you don't need very much of that so you could take one you could take one pill that you think is whatever and it's cut with fentanyl and it'll kill you and that's the Michael Jackson drug right yeah yeah fentanyl is very strong like you can die from very very limited exposure and they cut a lot with that so like the other thing is like a big door now is pills. cocaine is cut with that. So like you can be. Yeah. Doing, yeah. So like. Oh, that's scary. So you can be doing. Guys, don't do coke. Okay. It's no, it's scary. Do diet coke it's with Fentanyl and everything. And it's very dangerous. And a lot of people OD that way. Awesome. But what I don't know. There? I don't know what happened. I, I'm not a doctor or a uh, police officer <laughs> or anyone who has any knowledge of the situation. I'm t- talking purely theoretically about. Drugs. You're scared tonight. I'm into I'm it. I'm just being a responsible. No, no one's gonna sue me because I'm not saying anything inappropriate. But I think it's important to be really clear about what you're saying and what you're not as a journalist. <laughs> okay, Carol. <laughs> well, I, I'm, a, I'm a real journalist. So. Oh my god. If Carol. I had a book, I would have written it. 
oh shit yeah she probably i'm still on her childhood in that book and i can't I'm, get by the way I'm not, I'm not saying that she didn't write her own book that was a, that was a joke because <laughs> you are so scared what? i love it people are litigious but i didn't say that she didn't write it oh I'm my just god who's gonna send you who do you the, think it, who's gate. most likely from new york to send you a cease and desist letter um aviva's leg no I don't um, know. Sonia doesn't know what letters are. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Carol, whatever. We'll see what happens. Carol's gotten so petty on Twitter. I don't think she's gotten petty. Yes, I think she she's has. fine. She's gotten she, shady because she, she feels she left, free. That's stupid because you can't leave the show to be like, I don't want to be part of this and then keep acting like a housewife on Twitter. Like just then drop it. It makes me sad that they haven't. I looked again tonight for the 900th time to see if any of those bitches had written a blog and none of them have. The most recent one was a month ago and then Carol's I think was Aren't two they required ago. to? Um, I think at a certain point when they start to truly hate each other, as the eps go on, it dies. It dies. It it just drops dead. Like it just doesn't. It, I mean, they're not like they're not writing them themselves. So why can't they just have their person write it? Some of them are because there are genuine grammatical errors. <laughs> and Luann's like, come to my show. XL, Luann, be cool. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I, New York was a lot. I just I want to understand. How long are we recording this, by the this way? This is a 900 hour three long. Hour, three it's hours. a seven hour long. I just, it makes me sad. I think the dream team had a plan and it backfired with Dorinda. And I think that Carol and Bethany are going to get more heinous against each other this week. And I just truly do not understand Bethany's perspective, having seen every episode this season 73 times and me saying that has more to do with my relationship with Bethany than it does a deep abiding love for Carol Radswell like it I just think that in this case Carol is right and she was sort of reacting in real time to the disillusion of their friendship and Bethany was reacting according to whatever trauma was closest to her body and soul at that point like bethany overreacts and comes from a place bethany overreacts and comes from a place of hurt and pain and she thinks because it comes from probably a totally true real place carol comes from a place of selfishness and carol is detached from it carol doesn't understand it because she is not that personality type carol is very cool and bethany is Is fire we're saying like soulless is that like a synonym i think carol is detached and bethany is over i don't know id ego super ego i didn't pay I attention think to psychology we agree on is that they're both wrong but and bethany is more some of them are less wrong than others i think that what we're agreeing is i am right i decided to wear white to this audio <laughs> podcast recording because i wanted to bring the light with me to show you the light of carol and obviously that is not happening <laughs> i'm um, wearing my, i mean i'm wearing a dorinda shirt <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't notice that until now. We'll do a little video or a photo or something for Instagram after. This is amazing. We actually sort of coordinated, which I'm super into. Can we agree that can we agree that Dorinda needs help? Obviously, yes. That's the place that we land on, and that you know, I I think next season could be okay. I'm very nervous that Jill won't be back. This is the absolute time. Andy needs to get over himself. I know that she's trouble when it comes to behind the scenes stuff, but I think that she's turned a new leaf and that new leaf is I would like to be back on TV, please. I will be well-behaved in all the right and wrong ways. And I think it is her time and Bethany needs to suck it up and fucking allow it to happen as the executive producer of everything and just allow it to happen because... That is the only way to continue to grow upon what was one of the best um, seasons of any uh, franchise in Housewife history. Yeah, I, mean, I think I need to just. I mean, I'm gonna. Obviously, we have two more episodes of the reunion, but 
I kind of want to like it was it was a very good season and now we're entering a period of darkness and I want to just kind of like leave New York behind me for a bit. We're entering a period of darkness because of the dentist stuff you mean? What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, just like I don't know. I feel like it, No, no, no. I mean like the dentist stuff and like just kind of like how things ended with Dorinda where I sort of just like don't want to think about them for a while. The interesting thing with Dorinda is that she's going to come back and like be totally refreshed. She's going to be yeah, like I'm Lou sure, after rehab and I think that she but she didn't go to rehab. Remember when Sonia had a sober season because she realized that she looked bad? Like, 100%. So I mean. Because she didn't want to lose money because she was getting paid episode by episode and when Dorinda didn't let her come to the Berkshire she was losing money and that's right. why she was pissed. So I think that's what Dorinda will try and it'll last 45 minutes and maybe we'll see some John. I don't know. I think she's going to pull some shit out of her back pocket to try to I, I don't know I don't know how they can recover from this because these women hate her so much but I think they love being on TV as much as they hate Bethany so we'll see if that influences what choices they make next season yeah. if it's like we despise well, you well I mean that's what but that's what Shannon and Tamara did they didn't want to be friends with Vicky but they knew they had to just make up with her because it wasn't going to work anymore maybe that's what will happen maybe they'll be able to string together there those are moments where they had on these shows 100% she's one of them yeah, it's going to be weird. I, and I think Sonia's not strong enough to be Bethany's only supporter. And that's not a demerit against Sonia. That's just the reality of her brain. So I just, I hope that they'll be able to, um, they'll be able to kind of pull this shit together. Speaking of pulling shit together, you guys. So several weeks ago, I figured out how to get spanking new audio. So I've been hearing from you guys that the audio is a lot better. Can you please like write a motherfucking review? Cause some of your reviews are like, I love the show and everything you say. Um, but fix the audio. And that happened a while ago. So I would love to see some sparkling <laughs> new five star reviews. Do you think anyone's still listening? Yeah. It's what is it? It's like 2023 right now. Who won for the president? <laughs> <laughs> Bethany did. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, write some new reviews. That'd be great. Follow Lewis Peitzman and his 50,000 Twitter followers on Twitter at Lewis Peitzman. He's going to say a lot of stuff and it's going to be really fascinating. I like stand for your social media. You're oh, so, you so funny much. and so smart. And your articles for BuzzFeed are amazing. I just tweet about musicals and Bravo shows. <sighs> what more? So could I go if you're into want? that, um, Everybody me. is. All of my. my um, I assume people listen to your show are into Bravo shows. I would guess. My two 100%. my two running threads on Twitter are my housewives my my Orange County housewives thread that I've been doing <laughs> since 2016, <laughs> which and is my, so good, and my uh, Vanderpump Rules thread, which is more recent, which is just as I watch it now. Love and your Instagram is at Lewis Peitzman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So follow Lewis Peitzman at Lewis Peitzman and fucking follow me on Twitter at Sarah Galley. Tell me your thoughts: Bethany versus Carol, Dorinda Ugh. versus any kind of liquid substance um instagram at dame galley um and guys let us know your thoughts on this and we will kiki with you this week in a couple days after part two of the reunion which is going to be i think insane but they all look good so that matters for something just kidding it absolutely does not um guys cover your bruises like ramona if you get some face work before you go on camera can we please say that when she made them change couches because she got a little bad sharon geezy filler that was remarkable that was a power move that was a power move have a um have an oyster like vegan sonia and we will um keep with you guys again soon bye guys have a good week bye, bye.